2: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling.
1: Hello, and welcome to the webcast entitled, WWE Fourth Quarter Earnings. The session course of manual transition was based on a different view of execution our areas of of focus. Over the 10 years, supported by a strong management team, George Berrios and Michelle, made more than significant significant, uh, contributions to WB. However, with the exchange, we won't miss a beat.
2: Okay, great. And then secondly, on the strategic review for the network, what are you guys trying to achieve there? I mean, is this a business you think you can sell, um, or are you looking to maybe turn this into a license stream, like your broader media business, sort of de-risk it with a partner like an ESPN Plus or something like that? I don't know if there's any more color you could add. I, I realize it's it's sort of an ongoing review, but just well, would love to hear anything else you could share.
1: Well, we have a lot of options. Uh, we can continue on as we are now uh, with an enhancement of a, a free tier and a, and a uh, more enhanced paid tier. but. We have that as an option. We also have an option. I mean, right now, there's no more better time to exercise, you know, the selling of our rights you know, to all the majors, and quite frankly, all the majors are really clamoring for our content. Uh, so that could be a significant increase, obviously, in, in terms of revenue.
2: Got it. Thank you very
1: much. Let me just add that we're making reference to OTT and the interest. All the major players, um, we'd be announcing that deal if we go that way uh, in the first quarter. That's how far along we are.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of WrestleNomics Radio. I'm Brandon Thurston, and it is WQ4 day. That means it's also the full year 2019 day. And the Ws has reported its quarterly and annual results today. We don't have the annual report yet. We don't have the 10K the time is the, the the sun has set, and we still don't have the email alert from W Corporate. That's fine. The show must go on. And what we've learned today, as we're still as we still mourn the loss of co-presidents George Barrios and Michelle Wilson, before I suspect the ink on their termination papers was even dry. Vince McMahon not only revealed that W is making uh, made record revenue in 2019. Nine hundred and sixty million dollars. Well, fell short of last year's net income record. Only seventy-seven million dollars this year, not a hundred million like last year. But as the ink still dries on the termination letters, Vince man announces that he is considering transformative changes to the WWE, specifically the WWE Network. The press release that was dropped this morning said this: the company is pursuing strategic initiatives. That could increase the monetization of its content in 2020 and/or subsequent years. These include distribution of content in the Middle East and India, as well. Most importantly, as the evaluation of strategic alternatives to the company's direct-to-consumer service, the W Network. And as we got into the Q and A session of the conference call, it turned out as uh, as I suspected, and as a few people have been talking about in the last few days, it looks like W is shopping the broadcast rights to its pay-per-view events to major streaming players. The majors, as Vince McMahon referred to them. Of course, Vince didn't name any streaming services in particular. Some may recall that UFC has a deal with ESPN Plus as its exclusive uh, pay-per-view provider. For $150 million annually, as Adam Swift pointed out, UFC has about half of the average audience as WWE. Maybe Vince is eyeing that deal and thinking, well, he's got about double the average audience. I know UFC's peak events are way bigger than WWE's peak events. But maybe Vince is eyeing that, and I'm sure he's talked to some players in the big streaming world. And it looks like they can probably sell these pay-per-view events at a rate that's favorable, uh, more favorable than the revenue or the profits that they're receiving from the WWE Network. Uh, which And that service's subscribers have stalled over the last year. And in that narrative, I think we get some clue, merely speculation, but some clue about maybe why George Barrios and Michelle Wilson are no longer with the WWE. Since we always got the impression that the WWE Network, to go direct to consumer, put all the pay-per-views on there, was very much a George Barrios and Michelle Wilson mission. And now it looks like Vince is going in a very different direction. Maybe even Vince, purely speculation, maybe Vince was dissatisfied with the choice to go to the, the WWE Network. But it's, it's easy to, uh, to imagine a world maybe in the not-too-distant future where there are no more pay-per-views on the WWE Network, and the WWE Network functions sort of like UFC Fight Pass does. Maybe there's some secondary brand pro-wrestling in-ring content, but it's mainly a, a place to find the video library, which I think there is a, a small but consistent market for. Of course, as a lot of people know, WWE has an enormous video library of just about every wrestling brand that's, that's been on major TV over the last several decades. WWE owns the vast majority of them. So Vince says we might have a deal done within the first quarter. First quarter is January 1st to March 31st. So we're all already in this. This is something that, that could happen, uh, something that could be announced before the end of March. Who are the potential suitors? I think Peacock. Uh, NBC is rolling out a new streaming service called Peacock. WWE already has a relationship with the parent company NBC Universal, which is the home of uh, the USA Network. Peacock debuts in April, just after WrestleMania, and I'm sure they're going to need new, attractive content to set themselves apart from the other streaming players out there. Maybe the Zone, maybe ESPN Plus is the home of UFC and WB major events. No idea. Purely speculation on my part. The stock market, however, was not uh, its its worries were not eased by much of any of this. The stock price, which has been largely tumbling since the announcement of the exits of Barrios and Wilson last week, Thursday, fell another 9% today. Since last week, Thursday, the stock price has fallen almost 30%. People like to imagine this in terms of how much money has Vince McMahon lost lately. He's, he's lost in terms of market value, the, the market value of the shares that he owns, something like 28 million shares in, in WB. Uh, it's lost about $200 million in market value over the last seven days. I would imagine, though, that the uh, the stock price is probably going to recover over the long term and may re- get a nice boost if or when WWE announces a lucrative deal with a major streaming partner for its pay-per-view rights. Were there other factors in the reasons for Barrows and, and Wilson leaving the company? Probably being fired. Uh, maybe the uh, international TV deals, which we've got a little bit of clarity on today. Uh, the India TV deal. W still broadcasting in India, but they haven't completed... The deal with the India partner Sony, according to interim CFO Frank A. Riddick III, Uh, there are regulatory changes in India that is making that deal difficult to complete. The other major outstanding international TV deal in the MENA region, the Middle East, North Africa region, with the broadcaster MBC, a channel owned by the Saudi government, The delay of that deal has been part of the explanation why uh, Dodi's profit projections had to be lowered over the last couple of quarters. Well, Frank Riddick said that uh, there's just intricacies in dealing with the Saudi government.
1: The MENA writes, it's just, you know, the intricacies of dealing with the Saudi Arabian government and their own... Uh, ways of going about and doing business. Um, um, I think we, we don't want to predict a specific date, but as I said before, our, our, the uncertainty is around the timing and the amount, not that these deals will eventually
2: be done. So maybe those issues were among the reasons for the uh, exit of Barrows and Wilson. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, it looks like we got another forty to fifty million dollar helping of Saudi blood money related to the October thirty first event in Saudi Arabia. It does look like, though, there's still an abnormally large amount of money in the accounts receivable line of WWE's balance sheet. $125 million right now compared to $79 million at the same point a year ago. Does Saudi Arabia still owe them money related to maybe the most recent event? I don't know. Maybe we'll get some additional clues when the annual report is published. Something else we didn't get any clues on was whether uh, there's big money related to NXT on the USA Network. W reports its TV rights fees for Raw and SmackDown on a line called Core Content Rights. Of course, that number was way bigger in Q4 than it has been in any quarter prior, because this was the first quarter where WWE started getting money from its new TV deals with NBC Universal for Raw and Fox Sports for SmackDown. So that line almost doubled. WWE notes that NXT money is also included in there now in the Core Contents Rights Fees line. I was expecting and hoping they would be putting NXT money in the other media line, along with things like Saudi money, reality, TV money, W Studios, and and home entertainment. But they've put it in the core contents rights fees line. And because we believe the Raw and SmackDown TV rights fees are escalating, and because we don't know the rate of the escalation, although we do know the average annual value over the term of the deal, we don't know what the rate of escalation is. So we don't know what that number should be. And besides, that number includes a lot of international TV rights fees. So, I don't have a good estimate of what NXT is is making from the USA Network. However, we can say it's notable that WWE didn't uh, brag about NXT on the USA Network in terms of the revenue that it's receiving from uh, NBC Universal. So, again, uh, way back when this deal was announced in uh, September, NXT on the USA Network, Guggenheim said $60 million a year. I believe Dave Meltzer said $30 million a year. Uh, Vicious rumors that myself and others have heard suggest that the deal is not worth very much money at all. But NXT is going head-to-head on Wednesday nights with AEW, and Vince McMahon tells us that NXT is doing extremely well.
1: Thanks, Vince. I was hoping uh, you could give us some updated thoughts on AEW now that it's about a year into that promotion launching and you've been competing with them on Wednesday nights for about four months, basically. They're trying to do, fill a niche with more edgy content. Um, how do you feel about that strategy? What has it done for the category? How has AEW in general changed your content and, and your business? Well, um AEW has not changed our content at all because it's all about our characters and the storylines and resolutions. Uh, so, it, it really hasn't changed our point of view in terms of what we present, and we don't need it. a more edgy, as, as you call it, a content PG, one of the few uh, programs out there that really is PG. So, uh, as, as far as NXT, uh, you know, it's, you know we're competing, uh, NXT is competing on Wednesday night with AEW doing extremely well, uh, and
2: we're confident that NXT will continue on with the success. Some other notable facts we learned, WWE's U.S. TV rights fees are guaranteed, according to Vince McMahon, in response to a question that he was asked on the Q&A. There seemed to be a lot of uh, anxiety in the Q&A, I think just as a result of all the uncertainty that's uh, unfolded following the dismissal of Barrios and Wilson. And there was also plenty of affirmation that N- uh, NXT, that the XFL and WWE are two totally separate entities
1: well, there's just, there's concern that in some way, your personal investment in the XFL will somehow get swirled up into the sort of investment case for WWE, the public equity. No, there's none of that, basically. It's all, you know, again, I said, we have uh, like 400 employees over there. Uh, it's, it's run by itself, uh, and there's no investment whatsoever. Hardly, you can, you know. Yeah. So I think, you know, just a, there's no plan to put the XFL back into the, as a part of the WWE,
2: if that's what you're asking. It's just completely yep. independent entity. Ms. McMahon said that there are 400 employees working for the XFL, even if sometimes W employees are working for the XFL, too, according to SEC filings. And, and W is being paid by Alpha Entertainment, the XFL's parent company, for those support services. Whether or not those support services are... Uh, being paid for at a fair market value, the Oklahoma Firefighters' uh, pension and retirement system is very suspicious. Nonetheless, the XFL uh, Season 2 2.0 launches this Saturday. And and how is that going to affect the ability for the CEO to spend time working on WB? Is, is XFL going to get in the way of Vince's work?
1: Got it. and Thank you. And, and lastly, Vince, just wondering if you're... With the management turnover changing anywhere you're spending your time um, on a day to day basis, short term, and and any expected change over the next few years? Um, At the moment, I have a few more reports, direct reports, uh, but going forward, um, that will not be the case in terms of allocating my time.
2: I have a uh, pretty broad shoulders and I can handle uh, a lot. For engagement metrics, or key metrics, or the things that I look at to think about whether or not uh, WWE is getting more or less popular, WWE noted that SmackDown's ratings are up. Of course, SmackDown in Q4 was on Fox instead of the USA Network, as it was the year prior. But look, average attendance in North America was up. Uh, The average uh, North American live event, 5,800 people paid in attendance for it. That's way up from 5,000 in the Q4 of the year prior and 5,400 of the year before that. Of course, Q4 is the, the quarter that has the popular holiday tour with all the, the big house shows at the end of December. And so, why was the average up? Well, W ran fewer shows in this year's Q4 than in prior years. Only 50 shows this Q4. Uh, Q4s of the years prior, 64 and 68. Despite running fewer shows, though, Live Events Division still didn't make a profit reporting a negative $1 million in operating income, completing a year in 2019 where the only quarter that made a profit for live events was the WrestleMania quarter of Q2. But that quarter was so profitable with uh, $12.4 million of operating income that that made enough profit to, to cover the entire division for the year, with the division making $7.7 million in operating income for 2019. Other important metrics, the W Network subscribers, average subscribers for the entire quarter, paid subscribers, was a little bit below their projection, which I believe was 1.48 million average paid subscribers, coming in at 1.42 million. Projecting ahead for Q1, 1.47 million. And they are projecting that that's going to be down from the Q1 of 2019 of 1.59 million. Over 100,000 fewer subscribers in Q1 they're anticipating versus the year prior. So as I said on my appearance on post-wrestling earlier today, I guess WWE, if dealing with the hand that they're dealt, may as well minimize the risk. I think there is a way that it's it's very possible that WWE could spike its business. But to spike its business, to send things like the WWE Network subscribers through the roof, attendance uh, far higher than it is now, and really all the other metrics... They have to create stars in the way that they've created stars in the past. You know, John Cena is gone now, at least as a full-timer. And they have other important stars like Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. But they have not shown to have the economic effect that someone like John Cena had, or The Rock, or Steve Austin, or Hulk Hogan. You know, a lot changes about wrestling over time. The media strategy has to change over time. And that's one essential component. But the thing that has not changed, and I think the thing that a lot of the financial analysts who cover the stock maybe don't quite understand, is that pro wrestling always has been and still is a star-driven business. Watching how WWE has promoted stars over the last several years has informed my opinion as well as others that WWE as it is, with Vince McMahon as the head of creative, is just not going to cultivate a star uh, to even the scale of John Cena. And Vince Man owns Class B shares. He owns the overwhelming majority of the voting power in WWE. He's been the creative force in his company for largely his entire time as the head of WWE. And that's not going to change as long as he's healthy and able. So with that being the hand that you're dealt as a company in WWE, I guess you might as well minimize the risk and sell pay-per-view events for guaranteed money. And if you can get a deal that is going to generate more revenue and more profit for your company than the W network will then that's the best choice for shareholders so I think that's all I have for now you can tweet me at Brandon Thurston at WrestleNomics you can go to WrestleNomics.com you can read my preview You you can read how far off I was on my revenue predictions for Q4 I didn't anticipate the core content rights fees being so high so W exceeded my expectations on that one You can still download my 48-page PDF, the uh, WrestleNomics Pro Wrestling Industry Report for the full year of 2019 with key metrics for WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, and the second half with all my opinions and insights. You can download that for $5 if you go to tinyurl.com slash WrestleNomics 2019. That's available. That'll bring you to the PayHip link. Thanks, as always, to the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network for allowing me to reach all of you. And thanks to George Berrios for teaching me what the word granularity means. We will miss you.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards